Hello, every- Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. It's another preview show as we look ahead to Stoke's trip to Carrow Road with Andrew Lorne from alongcomenorwich.com. My first question is, how do you think uh, your season's going so far in relation to what you were hoping to achieve at the start of the season? So it's actually started really well. We, After last season, that was very much a kind of transition season and we were quite disappointing finished mid-table, never really looked like threatening the playoffs. And then we were hoping that this season would be a massive improvement on that. And the first couple of games suggested that it might be in terms of performance levels, but we didn't get anywhere near the results that we kind of deserved. Memorably, we uh, absolutely dominated West Brom at home and somehow managed to lose the game 4-3. A couple of defeats on the spin basically knocked the confidence and we looked awful. But then we picked up a win against Preston at home and since then we haven't really looked back and we're now eight unbeaten and before drawing away at Derby uh, midweek this week, we'd won five in a row. So we're flying at the moment and the season's looking really promising. Yeah, you've you've certainly been on a absolute roll uh, last few weeks or so and uh, Farker seems to have you, you playing well. What, what do you put your, your recent form down to? Because... Uh, it looked like you had a bit of kind of upheaval during the summer. A lot of kind of high-profile players left you, and looking at your transfers here, you, you've d- brought a lot in, uh, but kind of on free transfers under undisclosed. So, is it that Fark has managed to turn you into a, a proper side now? Yeah, I think so. So when Farker joined at the beginning of last season, he very much joined with the intention of playing football a particular way. And they said early on that all of their recruitment would be done completely differently to how it had been done before. And what they had in mind was they knew what each position looked like as a player and then they were going to recruit for that position. So they wanted a particular kind of left-back. So they'd recruit a particular kind of left-back rather than just signing any left-back who was deemed an improvement. And last season, that meant that we had a lot of really talented players, but they didn't really fit what Farker was trying to do. So Josh Murphy, who ended up going to Cardiff in the summer, was one of those players where he's a really exciting winger, but he doesn't fit the way Farker wants to play. So we sold him in the summer and we've replaced them with free transfers. But we've replaced them with players who fit the way Farker wants to play. And what that has done this season is we're playing as a team and each individual player fits within that system rather than trying to fit players who don't fit but are potentially more talented into a position that doesn't suit them. Yeah, and what what is the way Farco wants to play? I mean, uh, you, you see he's from Germany and you might uh, assume it's a Wagner-Klopp-style uh, high-pressing game or or is he... Uh, what what kind of uh, way of football has he got you playing? He's not as high-press as Klopp or Wagner would be. He's much more, uh, I guess, in the, in the pep mode but less... Pep than Pep so he wants to dominate Mm -hmm. the ball and he wants to create chances by moving the opposition around so we're quite happy to keep the ball and keep the ball and keep the ball and go backwards and go sideways and then pick a little pass in a little triangle on the edge of your box and try and break you down that way so we signed strikers in the summer like Timu Timu Puki who is very much a kind of in and around the box finisher compared to say Nelson Oliveira who is a much better known player but doesn't play like that so Oliveira didn't fit the system Puki does and what that is is lots and lots of fast little interchange of pass, passes on the edge of your area 
And uh, Timu Puki is your, your top scorer so far. I mean, is he the, the main guy to watch out for from a Stoke point of view, or are there others who've kind of caught the eye this season? I think there were others. Puki has started the season really, really well, and he went on a real run of goal-scoring form in those five games that we won in a row. I think we won three or four of them 1-0, and it was Puki who got the goal each time. But we really threaten across the team, really, and the attacking four of Emmy Buendia... Marco Stieperman and Todd Cantwell, as well as Puki, are all capable of chipping in with goals and assists. And then on the bench, we've got Jordan Rhodes, who we've loaned from Sheffield Wednesday. And he hasn't really started much in recent weeks, but the game he did start, he got a hat-trick against Wickham in the League Cup. So there's threats all over the pitch at the moment, the way we're playing. And are you kind of uh, perhaps revising your expectations? Where did you think Norwich were going to finish at the start of the season? And has that changed given given your recent run of form? Yeah, I think potentially. I think a lot of people after last season's disappointment wanted to just see an improvement and that probably meant top 10. But obviously the championship being the championship, there must be 23 teams who all think they can get in the playoffs. And I don't think Norwich fans are any different in that. I think if we can maintain this level of performance, then we will be there or thereabouts at the end of the season. Whether or not we could get top two, I think that's a little bit beyond us especially the way Leeds have started but there's no reason why we couldn't threaten the playoffs mm. and uh, we've played you uh, quite a few times in the Premier League uh, you had a, a few a couple of stints in there and we played you long before that in the Championship what what do you make of Stoke now because we've obviously had a much different start to the season to you but we've kind of picked up recently in the last couple of games are you uh, expecting a tough game or do you think you can uh, keep your good runner form going yeah I am expecting a tough game actually just as you say Stoke on paper have a really really good squad for this level and obviously spent the summer continuing to throw money at trying to improve the squad rather than go down the different route of cost cutting um, the thing that I guess I've been most surprised about at with Stoke, and this might only be because I'm a Norwich fan and therefore I remember what he did for us, was that Paul Lambert wasn't retained in the summer because his style of football when he was here and his mode of getting teams to perform at their absolute maximum when they're maybe less heralded players worked wonders in the championship for us. Now, obviously, after Lambert left us and went to Villa and then Stoke, he hasn't had that success. So that was a surprise for me. I've been quite surprised to see how slowly you've kind of started, but that is the nature of the beast in the championship. It, it's so tight, and there's such fine margins between every game. It's, it's, you know, the difference between 17th and 6th is, is minimal. Yeah, it's interesting with Lambert, because I'd have uh, said that the people who wanted him to stay would be in a really small minority at the end of the season. I mean... He won two games in 14. One of the games he won was after we'd already been relegated. So um, the the results weren't there. And there was a general sense that he did his best and uh, he got us kind of more solid at the back. We ground out a, a few nil-nils here and there, whereas before we'd been shipping goals for fun. But there just wasn't the sense that he could... We, we could rely on him to bring us back up because he just seemed to be kind of too defensive and wasn't really the inspirational figure. And that may be harsh considering he did a really good job for you guys. But uh, I think uh, perhaps arrogantly we kind of put our sights a bit higher than that. I, was just gonna say, just... I think that's fair. But um, I think 
it's interesting for me with Paul Lambert is that when he was here, he was very much an attacking coach rather than a defensive coach. But then he seemed to have a big falling out with Gary Castle and uh, Culverhouse, who was kind of assistant managers. And he hasn't been the same since then, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, he, he certainly was a really likeable guy. And I think every Stoke fan wants him to, to do well in the future. It just seemed like the the size of the job was... Uh, too big for him but I, I've also got the sense that uh, we've kind of um, nothing in the championship is is as we'd expect so far because we expected Gary Rowett or we were told by other championship fans Gary Rowett plays a certain kind of football it's not going to be pretty to watch and all the rest of it but actually our games have been really high scoring chaotic you know three twos two twos all over the shop and it's actually been really entertaining we're so much better attacking than we are uh, at the back so um managers can get kind of pigeonholed like that i guess um you've been in the championship three seasons now uh since your your, your last relegation i mean have you found it's always been this kind of ridiculous every season? Yeah, I think especially our first season back, we had a real run where at home we were sensational and we were blowing teams away. I think we beat Reading 7-1 at home that season and they got they ended up getting to the playoff final. We beat a couple of teams sort of 4 and 5 and then similarly away from home we were absolutely awful and lost 5-0 a couple of times. And I think that is just the nature of the championship. It's such fine margins. One, the first goal in particular is often key. If you get that first goal, then teams open up and come at you and you end up picking them off and can win comfortably. And if you don't, or you concede an equaliser fairly quickly, as you say, it can be 3-2, 4-2, it can be absolutely anything in this division. And for me, at least, I'd much rather be in the Championship than be in the Premier League, where it's you kind of know what you're going to get every week. Obviously, when you're in the Championship, everyone's desperate to get into the Premier League, but... I actually, in terms of actually supporting a team, I'd much prefer them to be in the championship because I enjoy that chaotic nature. Yeah, it, it's um, it's been a really frustrating start to it, and I've been tearing my hair air out uh, at Stoke so far this season. But in in a bizarre sense, it has been more fun, and uh, it's kind of getting that balance right between being a you know a fun league where anything can happen and actually getting results, which. Hopefully, we've uh, we're going to start to do now. But uh, looking ahead to the game, then uh, first of all, uh, for the benefit of any of our listeners who are going to Carrow Road, what can they expect from uh, the stadium? Have you got any tips for where to eat, where to drink, and uh, what kind of uh, what kind of welcome will they get uh, in Norwich? Uh, I would, well, the first thing to say is, undoubtedly, they'll get a friendly welcome. Norwich as a place is a really open vibrant kind of city and it's one of those places where you always hear away fans say they came for the weekend because it's so far from anywhere but they had a really Mm. great time Mm. so yeah definitely come enjoy yourself you'll have a perfectly warm welcome you can wear colors like there isn't there isn't a problem with any stuff like that the stadium itself hasn't really changed much since well in sort of 10 15 years really it's still that same uh same stand that stoke fans will be in that hasn't really changed the one thing that possibly has changed is we've had an increase in terms of efforts to improve the atmosphere at Carroll Road, which had kind of stagnated in our last Premiership season. And this season is starting to take off a little bit. So we're not there yet, and it's by no means <clears throat> Dortmund's yellow wall, but hmm. we're getting towards hmm. having an improved home atmosphere. So 
come along, come come for the weekend and enjoy it because it will be a nice weather. Well, the weather's meant to be excellent and it should be an excellent weekend other than the game. Uh, well, uh, I was just going to move on to the game. So what, what kind of game are you expecting uh, from from a Norwich point of view and uh, how do you, well, can we have a prediction from you? I think based on what you've said about Stokes games being quite chaotic, we also look much better going forward than we have done defensively and we've always got potentially one or two clangers in us. The last couple of weeks we've tightened up a little bit and we've started to keep more clean sheets but I think it will actually be a really enjoyable game. It will be very end-to-end. We'll attack and if you attack us, we'll give you chances. So it could be anything. I think most Norwich fans are expecting a win purely based on the fact that we've started the season quite well and you started the season quite slowly. But I actually think this could be one of our toughest games for that reason, is that expectation levels have now gone up. And if we don't start fast, then the crowd might turn a little bit and get frustrated. So if you offered it to me now, I'd take a draw, I think. And I can see it being quite a high-scoring one, so I'll go for an off-the-wall 2-2. Uh, brilliant. Thank you very much. And uh, finally, uh, where can we uh, read your stuff, listen to your stuff? Any any and all content you want to uh, promote, uh, feel free to do so. Yeah, so you can find us on www.alongcomenorwich.com. Uh, we do a range of ridiculous niche articles from what it's like to be go to a female toilet at Carroll Road through to match reviews and reviews and stuff. So we try and cater for everyone. We The only thing we don't do is get involved in any of that sort of transfer rumour bullshit because it's all bullshit. So we go for something a little bit more niche, I guess a little bit more highbrow. And uh, we do a podcast every couple of weeks with a former player. Brilliant. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, all the best for the rest of the season, apart from Saturday, of course.